everyone and welcome. Uh, my name is Dr. Christine Galeb. I'm the Senior Director of Programs at the ION. And today uh, we are part of a very special series here talking about um, leadership, partnerships, ethical technology, um, tech in general here at the Global Leadership Summit Series for IdeaGen. I'm the chair of the Houston Galveston, as well as the Philadelphia regions uh, for IdeaGen. And, some, and I'm so honored to be here today um, with one of our colleagues here in this work. So just a brief kind of introduction. I'm here at the ION building. You can see behind me, um, we are a building that anchors Houston's 16 acre innovation district. And so if you're ever in Houston, we would love to have you here. Um, the first taco is on me. You can take me up on that. I did say it, you did hear it correctly, come and visit. Um, but without further ado, I'd love to get to our power panel chat for today. And today we'll be talking about the aforementioned topics as we develop an awareness and we provide a platform for cross-sector dialogue on existing barriers and challenges across all of the 17 United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. We'll talk about effective leadership, what that looks like, what partnerships look like, um, and what it means as we work towards accomplishing these goals and achieving them. So I'd love to call um, my colleague and a tremendous leader in our innovation ecosystem here up to the stage, um, Sunny, why don't you come on up? And we'll pull her up to the virtual stage and we'll start with kind of a, a very easy question here. Um, tell us a little bit about your work, your roles and what you do. Hey, Christine. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us. It's such a pleasure to be here with Christine. I was just at ION yesterday and we'll be there again tomorrow. So definitely welcome everybody to Houston. Check out our Innovation Center. My name is Dr. Sunny Zhao. I'm the founding partner of ZLab Ventures. We are a venture fund focused on impact-driven startups led by women, minority, and immigrant founders. So SDG is definitely our focus. And um, you know, I just to introduce a little bit of my background, I'm also coming from academic background. I am uh, a tenured marketing professor at the University of St. Thomas uh, with 20 years of experience looking into tech innovation and um, international business, uh, digital marketing, social networks, essentially the intersection between people, technology, and business. So uh, in a nutshell, like my personal uh, mission is all about bridging gaps and closing divide. And that's really what SDG means to me about bringing all the partnerships together to solve the most pressing problems the world is facing together. I love that. I love how you set that up for us, Sunny, as you know, doing the work of a bridge builder or, or of a, you know, filling in the gaps of, of connecting kind of all the key players who are doing this work. And, and, and from that foundation, you know, a very clear picture came to my mind of almost tackling these goals, not as isolated goals, but as a whole set of interwoven and interconnecting um, objectives, right? And so I'd love to kind of know a little bit more, how has your work either kind of from the academic perspective or through Z Labs, how has your work developed that awareness with the startups and ecosystem leaders that you work with um, and provided this platform for dialogue on achieving the goals? 
Absolutely, Christine. I love how you summarized it because it is really about taking a more holistic approach because I know that the audience is all fully aware of all the 17 goals, but you, you know, in a way you could see how they're all interconnected. And at Z-Lab, um, we are, you know, the way we provide uh, support for especially underestimated founders, which in its own is to, you know, address the equity, equal access to opportunity, especially women, minority and immigrant innovators. Uh, but in the, uh, in the way, if we uh, may um, describe our investment thesis, it's not just the traditional financial kind of support when it comes to capital. We emphasize on the combination of intellectual capital, which is the knowledge and expertise and strategic planning, and then also the human capital, which is the kind of talents we need to bring together collectively uh, to get things done and address these problems. But very importantly, social capital, which is really the connections, the resources, and you know all it takes to bring these solutions to the population, to the uh, community in need. So um, that's really what differentiates the work we do. And if I can give you some examples, uh, we partner with um, a global nonprofit organization called Women in AI. I'm also serving as their program advi uh, advisor uh, and literally designed and implemented this entrepreneurship program, which is a startup development process from incubating to acceleration, um, including a hackathon too, we literally uh, use SDG as our framework so that these amazing women scientists, data scientists, you know, uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning experts can take the advanced findings from their uh, research to apply, like, you know, using a problem-driven approach and develop their startups, getting funding eventually, uh, so that we can actually bridge the research part with the problem solving part. So I, I felt like those are examples of what we're doing through partnership. And then among our own portfolio companies, if I may give another example, um, we, for example, our, our uh, learning management system developed as a you know, throughout the pandemic to serve the underdeveloped areas without high-speed internet, without fancy iPads, um, you know, so that they can still get access to distance learning. We're actually testing it in India, in remote areas in India, as example of how this global partnership can work together to address some of the SDG goals. In this case, it's SDG for education, but, you know, specifically from the energy capital of the world, uh, Houston, as we transition from 1.0 to 2.0, we're also working on tackling into an energy transition and climate tech, uh, just to, you know, uh, show more examples, Christine. So I was listening to that and I said to myself, I said, there is nothing that Sunny doesn't do. So I am so just in awe of everything that you've been able to lay out. And I'm also in awe of the way in which you've done that through partnerships. Right. So before we talk a little bit about partnerships, I want to go back to something you said. And you talked about using the SDGs as a framework for the kind of foundation of any initiative anybody is doing. And I think that is a nugget that is so important is as we go about and execute our partnerships, as we drive change, as we think about energy transition, 
wouldn't it be incredible if we started with that framework of the SDGs and instead of checking one box or one goal or two boxes or two goals, that was our rubric for the whole entire initiative and the initiative had to tackle at least 10 of the goals, right? Maybe that's something that we can start with as we bridge kind of the research world and then the practical world. I don't even know why we speak about it in terms of those two worlds. It, it should all funnel into one world. So I, I really appreciate you saying that about the framework. And now as we segue a little bit to the partnerships, now you laid out a great, um, a great kind of framework, I'll use the word again, for having these partnerships. You peg it to the SDGs and you say, let's accomplish the SDGs. But I'm sure there have been times when you face some challenges or barriers. Um, you mentioned maybe it, the area doesn't have access to Wi-Fi or, or maybe there's not that technology in place. Can you talk us through how you and your partners have mitigated some of these barriers so that the goal is accomplished? This is a great highlight, Christian. Uh, you're absolutely right. You know, if it was not easy, we wouldn't be tackling <laughs> it, right? <laughs> um, so maybe I'll start from one element, which is the lack of problem-driven innovation. I have to say, unfortunately, you know, we're seeing a lot of product or technology-driven innovation. And in our opinion, we should always start from problems. And that's the reason we're using SDG as a framework because I think at the end of the day, innovation is not for technology. Innovation is for humanity. And SDG provides such a comprehensive view for us to identify, okay, what are the most pressing problems we are facing as mankind across the world? So, you know, the emphasis on problem-driven innovation is really the core because you know, technology may change, these problems are gonna stay. And then the best startups are usually the ones that was the best product market fit, right? So you, it's not product alone. So, you know, if I may add to it, you really need to line up not only product market fit, but also product market founder and investor fit, like, you know, to, to bring the best capital efficiency to tackle these problems most effectively. So, I guess that's number one, to be more problem oriented as we apply technology. Um, and I usually use this analogy of, you know, because we are also the space city, right? In Houston, uh, we constantly see, uh, you know, effort of bringing human to the outer space, even exploration to Mars, especially with Elon Musk also relocating to Texas, exciting things happening. But we always emphasize while um, we are trying to take humans to mars let's also remember to bring light to the dark corner on earth like we we still need to take care of the dark corners on earth and i felt like that's really what we are all about and um the other challenge i would identify is when it comes to investment right you know start there's the venture building part when it comes to this venture investing part, there has also been a misunderstanding, I have to say, unfortunately, that whenever people talk about doing good, they would assume it's in the philanthropy part, like, you know, as charity. And we wanted to make sure people understand it's not only for 
impact it's also for profit you know that this is the other uh you know uh, term we use which is as opposed to um unicorns we're, we should also build zebra companies zebra startups it's not just black and white it's like if you're doing good you're losing profit no you actually can make uh profit and impact at the same time being both black and white and at zlab we're actually rainbow zebras because we care about diversity with the emphasis on uh female minority and immigrant founders christine um, I hope this answers your question about what are the things we find challenging in terms of educating the founders like, hey, don't be obsessed or attached to the technology at the end of the day. It's the prop problems that matters. And then for our LPs, you know, guess what? We're doing good, but we're actually, you know, in, the point about impact investing is you're also bringing greater in, uh, returns too. So, you know, that's really the challenge, but also what uh, motivates us to move forward. I love that. And I, I'm chuckling because, again, it, it's so inspiring what you're doing. And it, it's also such a, a great way of saying it, right? Don't go chasing just the unicorns, go for the zebras. And so now I'm thinking of a rainbow zebra and I'm thinking, where can I get one? Um, so that's that'll, that'll be an offline conversation maybe. But I think something that you're saying here is so important and it's it's kind of goes back to the way in which we partition our own world. It, it's not, you know, that the tech is the holy grail of everything. It's not the end all be all solution, silver bullet, you know, it'll solve all the world's problems. Let's put the problem in the center and let's keep chipping away at the problem. And you outlined, you know, kind of having the product to market fit, the investor comes in, the founder comes in, you know, it, it's a syzygy, right? The stars align, the constellations align, everything is coming together um, for, for this uh, initiative to take off. And that's very challenging. Now, in that realm, partners can play such a large role because, you know, this is kind of why this, this building behind me and you know, this side too, was designed to bring those collaborations together, right? So, so that maybe I'm not designing in isolation, you know, somewhere in my room somewhere without actually talking it through with different types of people, people who are from all sectors, right? If I'm talking to similar, similarly minded people, well, then we're going to get confirmation bias and we're going to confirm what we already know and we're going to think we're making progress when in reality, I should be talking and taking a cross-sector approach so I can hear pushback or challenges or have someone tell me, you know, that's not going to work because newsflash, you can't get to the moon with plastic. It's got to be heat rated. It's got to be, you know, a certain type of equipment. Um, so I'm wondering, Sunny, if you could tell us a little bit about the role of partners in your work. What makes a good partner? Um, how is that kind of structured? I'll turn the floor over to you. Thanks, Rishin. Uh, that, that is also another excellent question because we care so much about partnership. In fact, uh, when we were running our innovation consultancy prior to ZLab Ventures, the venture fund, our tagline was global innovation partner. That's like in the core of our values. And uh, you tapped into a very important topic which was covered by my dissertation research which is the strength of weak ties in other words you know we talk about 
hey, we usually talk about finding like-minded people. In fact, we need to be more intentional to find different-minded people so that we can complement each other. Uh, when it comes to partnership from a network perspective, we usually use the analogy of um, galaxy versus a star network. If you guys can all visualize, a star network is like the sun in the middle and the planet surrounding it versus a galaxy network where you know it's all stars and you know it's not like we are in the center no our role is to interconnect the otherwise disconnected networks and that's the reason we started the born global um, movement i would call it to onboard more diverse innovators including entrepreneurs investors but also to interconnect local national and international ecosystems because we believe that's how we maximize our collective intelligence and you know from a social capital perspective which would then convert to financial capital intellectual capital human capital uh, you know and all of those are needed so in a way when we partner uh, essentially we're not just like doing this bilateral kind of uh, relations but also multilateral kind of relations um I, I hope this gives you some visualization of how we see partnership and in the spirit since we're talking about sdg uh you know we usually talk about the four uh, five p's right the people planet prosperity peace and partnership partnership is also sdg number 17 but you know in our opinion because it's so deep in our investment thesis like being uh, social capital being one of our main capital in addition to financial right so for us you know bring all of our partners together and interconnecting them so that essentially it's in a way like growing the pie together so that you know we're we're going back to the topic of hey, we're making a great impact through SDG goals while also bring great return to our investor, which hopefully will motivate more people to join us uh, for tackling SDGs because we only have how many years left, Christine? I, I don't know. I don't even know what year we're in. I do know what year we're in. Don't don't yeah. put me on it. But I mean, time time is of the essence, right? Yep. And, and it's as you were talking you know, we keep coming back to this concept and this is, you know, my own background in investing. The worst way to design a portfolio is to put everything in one type of asset class, right? If you're in 100% equities, you're doing something wrong. So you need to have multiple eggs in your basket, right? So that you can diversify your portfolio. And that's where you get that exponential return. That's where you get, um, not only that balance across the portfolio, but where you get the return that is exponentially accelerated um, over time as you're accomplishing your objective. And so I love that uh, visual of the galaxy that speaks to me, uh, obviously Houston being space city, but also who doesn't like imagining galaxies and other worlds kind of coming together. Now, just in our final question here, because we're just about at time, I know you've got, we've talked about um, a range of subjects, but maybe let's have one or two nuggets, uh, maybe a call to action for somebody who's listening and maybe they want to get involved somehow or, or maybe they want to take their next steps. What would you say? Excellent question. I also wanted to end this conversation with call to action because I think felt like usually, you know, especially in this venture space, people have the impression I have to be a founder or an investor. Guess what? 
we could really use everybody's support. Yes, you can be a founder, investor. You can also be a builder, advisor, a mentor, a researcher, a cheerleader, just an advocate or ambassador. Essentially, there are like many roles that everybody can get involved and feel free to reach out to myself, of course, at um, Zeta Ventures, to Christine at the ION. We are all very much open to collaboration and take a very inclusive approach. So I guess my call to action is just join us. Let's do this together because more than anything else, SDG is a global issue that needs everyone to come together regardless of of where you are and what role you play it takes a village and we're talking about a global village through partnership i love this and i think we'll end on that because sunny your enthusiasm your passion um, your points your perspectives i'm trying to think of more p words we've talked about most of them um, this has been a phenomenal power panel chat uh, there we go all those p words uh, so I think I'll end us right here. Thank you all for listening. Um, we look forward to seeing you here at the ION. Thank you all so much. Take care. Thank you, everybody.